It's that time of year again in Michigan when the leaves start changing colors, apples are in need of picking, pumpkins get carved, and you spend way too much money on pumpkin spice latte. It's fall time, and that means it's time for fall festivities. In this two-part series, do yourself a favor and watch or listen to this all the way through to start perfecting your fall bucket list. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. When I think of fall in Michigan, I can't help but think about Tim Allen's soothing voice over a Pure Michigan commercial. Pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. And I know I'm not the only one. If you're a Michigander wanting to begin the festivities or an out-of-stater looking to get in on the action, the leaves don't start changing colors until the first or second week in October, so keep that in mind before you venture out. To kick off part one of this two-part series, I want to focus on scenic destinations, hiking, driving, etc. Then get into the fall festivities that are a must in Michigan, from haunted houses and corn mazes to cider mills and wineries. Without further ado, let's get into this. For starters, people are always curious about where the best places are to see the amazing fall colors in Michigan. If you're willing to make a little road trip to the Upper Peninsula, you'll more than satisfy your thirst for fall colors. Be sure to stop off at the Porcupine Mountains Wilderness State Park and make a stop at Lake of the Clouds to see the pristine reflection in the clear water. Be sure to view the wilderness from the M107 Overlook, which is fully accessible and a must to get the best views. This setting is made for hiking and exploring, so be sure to take advantage of it. It'll take a little over 30 minutes to the nearby historic town of Antonin where tourists explore the county historical museum as well as the lighthouse while you're up there make a stop at the Upper Peninsula's most northern tip in Copper Harbor to see the fall life on Lake Superior you also want to make some time for a nine plus acre exploration in Hunters Point Park that features a loop trail perfect to satisfy your fall sightings while you're in Copper Harbor Loop Step on over to Lake Fannyhoe where your selfies will look like a green screen, I promise. After that excursion, make your way down through Houghton and around Keweenaw Bay and shoot east to Marquette, which is full of trails and different hiking trails for a scenic fall tour. As you have the Lake Superior shoreline on one side and surrounding forests full of biking and hiking opportunities on the other side. At that point, it wouldn't hurt to get lost downtown to explore the local breweries as well as the galleries and shops before taking the trip farther east to Munising, which is a must-see for the Picture Rocks National Lakeshore. Most tourists were typically start in the Grand Marias and stroll down the coast to Munising and spend some time there. But if you want to keep the tour pushing east, you could venture through Grand Marias and Deer Park to find your way to Dequamanon Falls State Park, where you can hike those trails and see the orange and red colors that surround the falls. I know what you're thinking, why would you want to go see all these awesome locations when it's not warm and ideal? Well, first off, 
You can't be asking those questions until you experience it firsthand. Not being in the prime season for tourists will make activities less crowded. Some activities, of course, may be affected seasonally, but there's definitely some fall season specials throughout your tour. Next, take your adventure back down through Mackinac Bridge and along the east coast on US 23 of the Mitten and drive inland to Akiak Falls State Forest Campground, which is home to the largest waterfall in Michigan's Lower Peninsula. And it is actually the one universally accessible waterfall in the United States. After you get your fix there, jump back onto US 23 until you hit Alpena. Alpena is definitely one of Michigan's hidden gems because when you pull up there, it's much more than what most people expect. When people think about Michigan, they give the Upper Peninsula all the credit for the scenic views, but the Lower Peninsula has some underrated destinations too. Alpena is this quiet Lake Huron shoreline town that's very historical and offers a lot of natural scenery from its beaches, parks, and little visible islands off of the shoreline. Hopefully you didn't lose your hiking boots at Taquamanon Falls because you'll need to hit some of the trails in Rockport Harbor State Park to get a slice of the Lower Peninsula fall foliage. For whatever reason you're not feeling the east coast of Michigan, veer off onto M119 and take a scenic drive through the Tunnel of Trees, which is 20 or so miles of brightly colored hardwoods. As you keep driving, you'll reach Charlevoix, where you can experience the breathtaking views of Fisherman's Island State Park, along the coast, which opens up into Grand Traverse Bay, Elk Rapids, and then you'll want to make a little pit stop in Traverse City to not only explore, but get lost in one of the more than 40 wineries along the Traverse Wine Coast, as well as their fall color tour, which I'll link in the description below. You could even consider driving further west to the coast to experience the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore, where you'll have to drive south to North Bar Lake to experience the red and gold colors that contrast the deep blue of North Bar Lake. If you had time, you could stroll over to the little towns of Empire and Glen Arbor, which offer a very nice scenic route. As you keep driving south on M31, you'll get overwhelmed by Manistee, Ludington, Muskegon, and you could switch over to 96 and experience the fall life in Grand Rapids for an afternoon. And I will talk about a few things you could do down there in part two of this series. Jumping back over to the East Coast, after Alpena, you can take a wonderful scenic drive along US 23 down and around Saginaw Bay where you can say you visited the most northern tip of the thumb, Port Austin. I know a few people in the area who say it's unlike any other with its walkable waterfront that just so happens to be surrounded by forests and farmland. This could be a weekend trip to travel to Caseville and explore the downtown area and walk the pier if the weather is right of course. You'll also want to take advantage of your stay and visit the Port Crescent State Park to get amazing views of Saginaw Bay. As you make your way south, you'll make a visit south of the web space, aka the space between your index finger and your thumb, to Frankenmuth, where you'll get bombarded with activities that I'll go more in depth with on later. While you're out that way, you can make your way farther inland to the Shawassee National Wildlife Refuge that's 10,000 acres of marsh bottomland, hardwood forest, and grasslands. A sanctuary for wildlife, a conservation of endangered species, and of course, a great place to view wildlife. 
This east and west tour takes us to about mid-Michigan, and if you haven't noticed yet, Michigan has some seriously awesome scenic views, and that really is just scratching the surface. So the next time someone says this state has nothing but a mitten, send them this video and educate them on their poorly executed assumptions. If you're a Michigander or not, I hope part one motivated you enough to hop in your car and experience what this amazing state has to offer. If it didn't, I don't really know what to say. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.